It's bad. Anime. Okay, hey everybody. Um, <clears throat> I'm John. And I am Rob. And, uh, Let's try to replicate that throat. I'm oh. sorry. I, I I don't know why. I was talking all morning, and then <laughs> right you, when we, we were talking a few minutes for a few minutes before we started. Like it's bad. Leaving it. I, I'm John. I'm Rob. And this is bad anime. The show where we decide is, is this, this anime, anime bad? bad? Um, okay. Well, uh, kind of continuing with it with the trend that we started a while ago with like Hanano Asuka Gumi, um, <laughs> we're in another girl gang uh, hashtag girl gang, girl gang. Um, anime <laughs> OVA. You, did, you didn't tell me you're gonna do that. <laughs> Wasn't prepared. You should have expected. I really should have expected given the everything. But yeah, today we're looking at actually what basically the shot across the bow, so to speak, mm-hmm. and like the um, not this particular OVA, but the original manga was. Given credit to starting this whole delinquent schoolgirl uh, craze that happened in the manga world in the 70s, mm-hmm. which is around the time this came out. I forget the year this came out off the top of my head. But this is Skibon Deka. Yeah. Which, um, if you were to translate that, um, the closest translation I could think of would be a Delinquent Detective. Which is a cool name. Cool. I like that. <laughs> Double D. I, 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 if, if I was retitling this, that's definitely what I would do. But this and uh, the word skibon is actually a reference to the craze, which basically mm. means like like a female delinquent. Oh, okay. The, the yeah. crazed is it? The, no, no. The craze meaning it was a, there was a craze around skibons in oh. in the eighties. In the eighties, well, it was weird how this this like this fad happened. I talked about it a little Do bit. Do tell. In, in mm-hmm. Hanano Asuka Gumi, but I'm gonna reiterate real okay, quick. Okay, go for it. In the seventies, the, there was a whole craze around these manga. Uh-huh. Everyone was so like was just consuming. Very uh, huge amounts of Skimon manga, you know, because people just like badass schoolgirls beating people up. I mean, who who wouldn't, right? Exactly, and especially in the seventies, it's kind of forward thinking to have mm-hmm. such strong female protagonist. Yeah, and we'll talk about this more later, but how modern some of the stuff can be. But in the eighties, what was really funny is, um, there was a ton of live action shows mm-hmm. based on these manga. Mm-hmm. This was the first one, really, Skibon Deka, and it was very popular. Wow. And just as a side note, the live action was very popular. Yes. And as a quick side note, interesting. The first episode mm. of the live action Skibon Deca series is one of my first favorite episodes of anything. Really? I fucking love the oh. the first episode of that show. Wow. So much. You know what was really funny because mm. uh we, we watched uh Skibon Deca on YouTube. Uh, yes, we episodes, and we watched the anime to be clear. Right, the anime. Episodes 1 and 2 yes. are available on YouTube. Uh while I was watching uh, the first one, I believe, in the sidebar, it gave yeah. me recommendations, and it was like Skavon Decca. Yeah. Um, but it was a live action version. Yes. Episode one, and yeah. I was like, Oh, they did a live action of this yeah. too. It was, and this came first. The last, sorry, the live action came first. Wow. It, it went manga in the seventies. The live action drama happened in the eighties. Wow. And then this OVA came out in the early nineties. Wow. That's that's a fascinating transition. Yeah, because usually it goes at. Uh, manga, manga, anime, then live, live action. action right? Yeah, but no, they just flipped the order around. Wow, and um, that's weird, but interesting. And I, I'm glad is. you say that it, that the first episode of the, the of the live action is yeah. one of your favorite first episodes of anything. Yeah, because that that's really cool. Yeah, but like the the anime, because I saw like the thumbnail of the live action. Yeah, and it looked like nobody looked like the characters at least. No. At, yeah. the, <laughs> <laughs> everybody just looked like a, a Japanese girl. They all looked like normal Japanese schoolgirls. Right. They did. Yeah. Well, in this version, we have our we have our main character Asak. Well, uh, this is this is a very minor point because we watched the dub, mm-hmm. and they they pronounced her name as Asamiya, her last name. But I'm like, that's not, that's not how it's pronounced. But how, okay. how do you pronounce it? Asamiya. 
Asamiya. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Sasaki Asamiya. Sasaki Asamiya. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they do say Asamiya. It, it, it threw the, me off. It doesn't in the matter, dub. but like when the when like the pronunciation isn't super Japanese, like you know, yeah. what, you know what I mean. You can like. You could, you know, be a little closer. Sure. Uh, they might have just read it and not heard the original audio, which, you know, because this was done. This presumably this dub was done in the early 90s. Mm -hmm. Right. Given the presence of Amanda Winley fucking right. killing it again. Yeah. The, OK, she was the was she the main character? She was Saki. Yeah, she was Saki. OK. And she was also the, the lead in Burn Up W. You know what it sounded like? Uh-huh. It sounded like they hired one really good voice actor. Yes. And then everybody else was played by one dude. <laughs> That's exactly what it sounded like. Now, see, it's so funny you mentioned that because I watched this um, a while ago. Uh-huh. But I gave it a cursory rewatch right before we talked about it. Mm. And, of course, all I know – because when I first watched it, I just kept saying, God, Amanda Winley killing it again. And then I just watched – and listened to every other voice. I'm like – Okay, not as good. <laughs> not quite there yet. The the cuz like the other voices were very like, "Oh, it's a it's a voice actor." Yes. But with her it was like, An "Oh, actor. this is Saki." Yeah, this like is, yeah, exactly. I'm hearing Saki and like even all the expressions that she made and all yeah. the things that she did. Right. Like, even like the fight choreo with her going like, "Ah!" Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was really good and yeah. very emotionally charged and I feel like you don't really get that with a lot of like Early '90s, late '80s OVA dubs. No, because no. the dubs are usually pretty like I, I'm not gonna okay. say phoned in. Yeah, but yeah, they're like very like oh they're wacky. Safe. They're like ooh. Let's, let's, let's call them safe yeah. to be fair to everyone at the time. And every you know, like evil man character always sounds like that doctor and bow the visitor. I was about like, to say hello. They all, they all sound like this. Yeah, it's very the, like the prison kind of, warden yeah. in like the very first scene yep. of um the first episode definitely had that, that same voice and i'm like definitely. okay okay definitely first draft buddy i get it yeah exactly it's, it it's works always like it does but you know I you're right like, first draft i kind of like make it akin to any like show like live action tv show right. in the united states in the 1950s how everybody talks <laughs> take like abbott and costello from yeah, like the yeah. 1950s and kind of take anybody out of that and that is for some reason the anime dub go to in the 80s and 90s it's, been, it's a very weird I don't know parallel why. right it's very strange i don't know what they were thinking with that but either way it was um, so new and exciting it was uh very exciting to and, uh see the a good dub performance from yeah. at least one person yeah in in uh, a time in frame anime. where they just like you said just weren't that common yeah and and luckily saki was such a fun character where she had a lot, a lot of emotional range she did because in the very first scene they tell her hey they, they go like they cut to like a juvenile delinquent center or prison right. and they were they were just saying they were telling her hey we're police but there's some things we can't handle there's places we can't get into we're gonna send you into schools to help us solve these crimes and she was like and i love what saki said it she's like why would i want to do that i have i get three meals a day here yeah and i have a roof over my head i don't want to go back to the my old life and then we learn her mother's on death row right so they hit the guy has two letters a letter of appointment to make saki a detective or the letter ordering her mother's execution he was like all right which one of these am I sending? It's your choice. And <laughs> immediately Saki, and this is a credit to the animation of the show, because yeah. the, the animation here varies a little bit. Mm -hmm. But when this when this OVA is animated well, it's animated well. Yes, it so is. So she starts banging on the door to like the like to the Warren's office going, what the fuck? Why did you bring her into this? Right. Mm -hmm. 
don't I have, t- didn't I suffer enough? I forgot the exact verbiage, yep. mm-hmm. but even just in I, my, there was it, like, it, I, yeah. I, there was enough that I suffered for exactly. something like, yes. something, something like, something like that. A line like that, that makes you go like, wow, she must yeah. really not want to leave prison. Exactly. <laughs> Damn. So, and immediately, even in my rewatch, I'm like, I'm invested again. Yeah. I've she, seen this before and I'm invested again. She is like a, she's that like hired gun mentality, I yes. guess, because I, I feel like I've seen this. I saw this plot device very recently. Actually. Okay, cool. Um, the, the gray man, a movie that mm-hmm. came out on Netflix. I it's by the Russo brothers. Okay. I talked to them oh, uh, yeah. like for an interview about right, it. Right, right. And the, the movie starts with like Ryan Gosling in the same exact situation, except yeah. for like, he doesn't have a dying mom. So the stakes are lower. Right. right. He, like goes into like, he's in prison yeah. and then he goes into like a room and and a detective's like, we need your skills to track down somebody and right. kill them. Yeah. But nobody here can do it because we have limitations. The FBI can't do everything, but you can because you're a criminal. And he's like, all right, bro. <laughs> just like, just like, okay. All right, I'll, I'll do it. My name is Ryan Gosling. This is my <laughs> third and last line of the movie. <laughs> then, I'm going to stop talking immediately I'm stop after this. Talk. Yeah, and he does. Um, oh, God. But yeah, it, it was really funny when I started to watch this. I was like, okay, so like, I, yeah. I know this. It's a familiar know, plot. It's a familiar plot, but but they have some stakes, right? But there's way more schoolgirls in this one. Definitely a lot more schoolgirls. <laughs> Which uh, makes it a one. little more awesome. A lot more schoolgirls, a lot less mustached Chris Evans in yeah. this one. Uh, which is, <laughs> I, I, you know, kind of a good thing. Yeah. I think. Uh, <laughs> okay, so there's positives, positives and negatives to both. A little bit, yeah. But but either way, yeah, she accepts uh, reluctantly, of course. The offer. And then she's they, out there in the, kind, of the, kind of the next thing we see which kind of like triggers a little bit of the rest and kind of reminds me a little bit of something that happened in burn up w actually weirdly enough yeah um but she saki is out of jail and now she's like wandering around the streets again and she's enrolled back into the school school, takano i think high school uh as far as i remember and i'm struggling uh, to remember the name she's like walking around the back alleys as like a a female protagonist does yes (laughs) and uh her this girl is like getting you know uh like assaulted assaulted. yeah and she's like oh hell nah and she runs in and she just kicks ass so just that and that whole scene even though it was like a rough scene to watch because like they get like um there was no nudity but it was pretty close Mm -hmm. like like Mm -hmm. the thugs were tearing this girl's clothes off yeah and um it was really well animated, and I'm just like it was, I was distracted by how good the animation was in that scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was such fluidity in the fight scene that followed, where Saki just shows up in her trench coat, and she's like, "Um, no, don't do this. No, like, please, uh, you're don't. Gonna, you're do gonna stop that. doing this now." And you know what? They did because she just kicked the shit out of these three grown men, right? And and that was pretty much it. I mean, she kicked their asses, but then that girl, um, who I'm trying to like remember her name, was like forever indebted to her after that kind of. Yes, I'm trying um, to remember. Off the top it was of like Jonko. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Jonko. Um, Junko or Jonko? I forget. The Junko. Part. I think maybe Jonko. Yeah. But whatever. We'll we'll settle on Jonko for now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jonko, um, of course, seeing this happen was like, oh, she's so strong and stuff. Yeah. And I was like. This just Yoko gonna gonna happen here from Hanano Asuka Gumi. Yeah. It's kind of a similar yeah, yeah. kind of like okay, similar like vibe. powerful I'm, I'm, saves I'm, I'm, the week. I, I'm I'm just so funny because in the back of my head, I immediately when you when we were trying to think of her name, I'm like Yoko. I'm like, no wait, wrong. No wait, yeah, exactly. Wrong, wrong delinquent schoolgirl anime. Wrong. Del- how dare you? Hashtag girl gang. <laughs> Hashtag girl gang. Girl gang. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she saves her life. So we get a little a uh, window into um 
Saki's abilities, yep. which primarily focus on this indestructible yo-yo. Yep. Again, kind of in line with Hanano Askagumi with like the, the weird coin. the weird item that you yeah, use yeah. to beat people. Yeah, yeah. Is the yo-yo, but the yo-yo is like impervious to breaking. The yeah. string is indestructible, and inside it has a small badge that shows she's with like the, the FBI. Or yeah, yeah. Whatever. But she's a cop, which is always a great. Right. It was always great when she opens the yo-yo and they're like, "Wait, you're a cop? Like, Whoa! <laughs> Excuse me." But yeah, so she uses that yo-yo to kick ass, and then she kind of re-enrolls in the school. She goes back to school, mm -hmm. and I love the way everyone freaks out. Like, oh, fuck, Saki's back. So funny. Except for the new guy, yeah. uh, Sanpei. Yeah. Who is like, yeah. so he's a new guy at the school, and he's like, just looking for hot babes. And you know what's so funny? Like, there's a few things about this OVA and others dealing with schoolgirl OVAs that remind me of Reese. That, that they kind of feel modern, and sometimes a little forward-thinking. Sanpei is just textbook simp, and I love it. Very simp. Yes. Yeah. Hardcore simp. I think, like, um, he he tries to, like, court Saki multiple times throughout the show. And Saki's just like, no! Yeah, and she's like, please get away from me, because everybody else is terrified of her. Yes. And he's like, oh, but I love My you. goddess. Yeah, exactly. He keeps referring and to her there, as there's goddess. A, there's this one point where he buys her flowers, and uh, it, I, this made me crack up. Some of the dub acting here was like yeah. really good in terms of the script writing. Yes. He like hands her these flowers, like a bunch of roses. And uh, he's like, I bought these for you, Saki. And she she like turns them around and like sticks them on his head upside down. Yeah. And just like slaps him and stuff. And uh, <laughs> while she's walking away, she's like, next time I'll stick them <laughs> stick them somewhere else less comfortable. And um, Shanpei's line after that is, oh, my place or yours? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> He just has like a nice retort for everything. He's just quirky. And it's just down to clown. Yeah. Like she at one point is like, why don't you just become a damn monk at a monastery and stop bothering me? And he's like, okay. And he shaves his head yeah. in front of her. And so I'm like, wow, this is the biggest simp energy that we needed today. This is the biggest simp energy I've seen in anime for a long time. Oh, and it's I, and, huge. And it, the whole Sanpei dynamic just kept cracking me up. And he became like a, like a Saki's like. Basically, like, you know, the, the sidekick. Yeah, like right-hand man hacker kind of deal. Yeah, for uh, throughout the rest of the OVA. Right. And I enjoy the dynamic a lot. And, but, but the main issue, mm -hmm. why she's out of prison, yes, um, is that there has been somebody or some family or some entity wreaking havoc yep. on the school. Yeah, the Mizuchi sisters. The Mizuchi sisters uh, of Takano High. Yep. And we are treated uh, five minutes in to a giant bus crash yeah. of many innocent students <laughs> yes! off of a cliff. And just barreling towards their death. And the bus explodes and oh everybody dies. And dies. Dies. Everybody, everybody dies. And I'd like to kiss a few guys. Sorry, what? Uh, um, anyway. Anywho. anywho. Um, <laughs> so, so that bus crash happens. Love a bus crash in an anime. Oh, um, everything. Incredible. And that happens. And then Saki is brought in by a special agent and the special agents like this bus crash like we mm. pre we're pretty sure uh the uh head of their family yeah. the mizuchi family yeah. gonzo yeah um, Mizuchi is behind this because he has used this crash to eliminate the rest of the school board and become the head of the school board yep. and use that as a basis for his power. Um, it it, it kind of makes sense, kind of doesn't. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't understand why this man needs to control a school yeah. um, to, have, <laughs> to have power. Yeah. Yep. He has three daughters enrolled in the school. They're all creepy as fuck for different reasons. Oh, yeah, we'll get to them. Yeah, and they all have their own agendas, kind of, right. at this school. They want to basically dominate 
the school or have some world domination. It's not exactly clear what the Mizuchi family really wants, but the basic thing about this is that Saki has been hired mm. to take them down. Exactly. And they well the thing is about the Mizuchis, they all have different goals and I'm try I'm pulling up their names at at the moment mm-hmm. because I'm because I always uh sometimes I accidentally forget which one was which. Yeah, me too. They they do they do have they do look a little different, which is helpful. Well, it's very helpful, yeah. So they they do they definitely do look different. Um, hold on one second. We can edit this out if we want, or we just oh, that's won't. fine. Or we won't. Or we just. Oh, won't. okay, okay. So, uh, Remy is the blonde one. Remy's the blonde one. Yes, she right. was the um. She's the big threat. Kind of the kingpin. Yeah, she's the big threat. Um. Then you have uh. Wow, the other ones I I don't even see any information on. I just they, don't even know. You on the Wikipedia page? Don't even remember what name there were names they had. Pause the episode. It's bad. We figured it out. All right. Uh-huh. So the three sisters are Emmy, Ayumi, Remy, and their dad is Gozo. Yes. So I, I said Gonzo. because I, I thought it was Gonzo. I forgot it was Gozo, not Gonzo. I was equating it to Donzo from Naruto, but because I, I didn't think anybody's name could actually be Gozo. Um, <laughs> well, well, Gonzo is also the name of an anime distributor. So Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, yeah that makes a lot of sense. But yeah. yeah, anyways, that's the family that she's trying to it's take also the It's also the term used for very hardcore porn. This I also knew. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, it was on the tip of your tongue. I'm like, do I say this now? Oh, you say it now. <laughs> tip of the tongue. <laughs> but anyway, um, but yeah, yeah. so, so we, in, in order of age, um, we have the youngest sister who is Emmy. She's the artist. And we also learned she's a bitch. <laughs> because because our, our girl Junko um, is also an artist. Yes. And, and you know, eventually Junko invites Saki into her home because she's like, hey, you kind of saved me from getting assaulted. Mm-hmm. And you seem like a stand-up person. So they keep running into each other at school. Right. Eventually, Saki finds her way into um, Junko's home and sees her art and goes like, holy crap, this is beautiful. Emmy is the youngest of the Mizuchis. She's an artist and decides, you know, hey, she's a good artist. What if I copy everything? Yeah. So... She copies she copies um the painting and then we'll get more into as the story goes on mm-hmm. how she does that and how she decides to deal with Junko. Yes. Um it's how how a lot of people decide to deal with Junko, unfortunately. Unfortunately, uh-huh. Junko goes through a lot Damn, in this show. She goes through a lot of pain. And the thing is, like Saki, I think in meeting Junko and saving yeah. her, kind of befriending her and like, you know, hanging out with her, um, Basically, like she she is her only thing tying her to people. Yeah, I feel like otherwise because she doesn't really have anything to fight for otherwise, other than her like mom, I guess. Exactly. So Junko is like that kind of realistic character. She's that kind of like the emotion. She's the the emotional weight exactly of the situation. Yeah, and yeah, you like you said you have you have Saki's mom, but unfortunately Mm -hmm. she doesn't. She has no bearing on the story. She doesn't have much bearing on the story. Right. It's her primary motivation, but. It's the extra, I guess, emotional incentive. Yeah, like it is Junko's character, and Junko is a sweet, is a, by every means a good person. Right. So she's a character that we're quickly led to sympathize with and grow attached to. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Too bad she gets fucking whacked. Oh, she gets. <laughs> oh, it's bad. It's it's bad because and, and all because Emmy's like, you you know what? I want to copy your art, so I'm gonna kill her. Yeah. And you know what's funny? Yeah. Emmy's the least fucked up of the Mizuchi sister. She is yeah. the least fucked up. And only because she killed one person. Yeah. And then you have like Ayumi. The um, drug dealer. She's like a, yeah, she's like a school drug dealer. Yeah. She's just legit dealing drugs and she's like super greedy and really obsessed yep. with money. Yeah. And that becomes her downfall. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. And then you have Remy, who is kind of the, as we said, like kind of the kingpin of the sisters and the family, I guess. And she has blonde hair. She kind of looks like a doll. Yeah. And her eyes do this weird thing where they yes. like glaze over sometimes. Yeah. And you're like, she looks like a she's, mannequin. She's haunting. Yeah. She's she's the only character in the it's show. disturbing. For like, that really kind of spooked me where I'm like, ooh, that's like, she's just. What she, the fuck is going on? And she her, loves snakes too. Yeah. Uh, I love how they keep using, they keep intersplicing snake imagery to refer to the mm-hmm. sisters as snakes, which I thought was really nice. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And this whole anime did a kind of interesting thing where it, it would occasionally freeze frame. And the freeze frames would be super detailed and yeah. like hyper drawn in. Mm-hmm. That was a cool artistic touch. Mm-hmm. Where like it froze and everything just got nicer quality. It's like, right. excuse me? Like, what is this? And then just occasionally we just cut to images of snakes when the sisters were doing something treacherous. It's it, it was a cool bit of symbolism. Yeah, it was. It yeah. was a nice little bit of symbolism. You know, it was it was it was it was honestly it's a cool, it's, it's it, one on one. Yes, you could say that, but yeah. it, honestly, if you want to teach someone what symbolism is, like, yeah, it's that. It's that. It's easy. The right? sisters are snakes. You just pick it up. They're yeah. treacherous. No yeah. problem. Uh, they're they're like slithering around. They're evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that whole thing. That whole thing. That whole thing. Ayumi's a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> she's also mean. And yeah. then Re- Remy is also like uh, uh, interesting. Like she's, she's just, the worst uh, of the bunch. She's just really, really. Well, she, I mean, eventually brainwashes the whole school. Yeah, um, brainwashes the whole school and. Um, so I'm trying to remember um, how everything plays out here because, of course, Junko's death inspires Saki to really bring down this family right. hard. Of she was already working towards it, but now yeah. she's way more emotionally invested. But before Junko dies, of course, like Junko is like in school with yeah. uh, Saki, and Saki's back at school. Everybody's all obviously afraid of her, yeah. and whatnot. And but uh, Saki is just there to pretty much figure out what's going on. But then mm-hmm. there's this. Um, there's the assistant principal, assistant right. principal Numa, right. or vice principal Numa, um, Maya he, and M- Maya he, who? <laughs> Maya how? Um, Maya aha. Aha. And he is kind of there. To, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, no. It was great. <laughs> and he is there um, basically being like, Saki, I expelled you from this school. What are you doing back? And she's like... I got out of prison. He's like, I don't believe that for one second. And she's like, I didn't want to be back here either, boss. Right. <laughs> and he's like working antagonist to her for a yeah. lot of the time until he realizes that the Mizuchi yes. trio, yep. or triplets, are really the ones kind of behind all of the weird happenings at school. All the bullshit. Like the students yeah. dying yeah. and all that shit. Students dying. Yeah, they're dying. And uh, he's like, th- this guy um, has a very interesting... Like Phantom of the Opera kind of thing right. going on. Yes. He's got like one eye burned. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other eye's got it's covered by hair. Right. And every time he's in a classroom, he's like, why are you getting such horrible grades? And all the students like, well, the Mizuchi sisters can do whatever they want because they're rich. Yes. And he's like, God, the fucking school board. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just like distressed teacher yeah. trying to like serve some justice. Yeah. It's like, and then he looks around like, why is my entire school on drugs or, yeah. or, or, or getting, or getting killed? And, uh, why am I in a prison? Right. Like, and then eventually, like, things play out with uh, Junko dying, right? Yes. And uh, Saki gets uh, Vice Principal Numa on her page and on her there was, side. Like, yeah, there was a scene, like, they were sitting at a bar. Yeah, they were, like, <laughs> drinking. And I'm like, I feel like Saki's, like, 16. <laughs> yeah, she's like, she's, like, 16, 17 years old. And he, he just sees she's her. She's just bodying whiskey. <laughs> she <laughs> was. Straight up just, like, ice in a glass with whiskey. And she was just drinking that. And, like, the vice principal was like, that seems normal. Uh, uh, the vice principal just probably looked at her, looked at her and, said, and said to himself, there's death in those eyes. <laughs> she can handle some whiskey. More Jack, please. <laughs> more, more for me and my new lady, Fred? <laughs> Maybe. 
Oh yeah, so they get on the same page over a drink. So, but then again, that's very real world. You know, not 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 doing it with a seventeen year old, right? Still, sure, but still, yeah, but still, <laughs> like, oh, enemies bonding over a drink. You know, that's 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 a good, uh, that's a that's kind of a trope right. that, I, that I personally like. I have no problems with tropes if I like them, right? Which, which is something I've said many times before, and I'm gonna say a lot more today. Oh yes, but anyway, so they get on the same page, and at one point we have Ayumi. She's like. I'm gonna fucking kill these guys. Yeah. So there's a big fight scene that ensues while Saki is on the way to like this big dinner. Right. With that that the Mizuchis are involved with, mm-hmm. and Ayumi's like, ha. Ah. She goes, she's a shotgun. The fight goes on. Again, very well animated. There's all the yep. fu- there's a, there's a lot of fight scenes that are spliced throughout the show, and it's very well animated, very yeah. creative. Too, fight scenes are good because you know Saki has a yo-yo that's indestructible, made of metal, like we said. So she just fucking rips people she apart with that wax you know i i thought it was pretty great how um ayumi gets a gun right yes uh from uh emmy yeah, uh, yeah. her sister or no no no. is, remy. is it remy? remy yeah she got it from remy she gets that's her, a big deal she gets it from remy and uh she's like oh wow a gun and when they introduce a gun in this show i was like oh wow okay like that's pretty crazy because everybody's like whoa a gun yeah and i'm like that's awesome because i feel like yeah. a lot of like tv these days is very like oh it's a gun whatever but this is like girls been fighting with a yo-yo against dudes with knives and sticks the entire yeah, show yeah. and then you bring out like a like a gauge rifle a 12 gauge rifle yeah, yeah it's like oh fuck like that's that, a that could kill somebody and very then, easily and japanese media they're always very good about uh, talking about the impact of guns because mm. especially in more souls that shows that are set kind of in a more normal society mm-hmm. Because Japanese gun laws are much stricter than ours. Sure. And also, yeah. we're saying that as Americans. So saying <laughs> yeah. saying another country has stricter gun laws isn't exactly narrowing it down. You and I can go. You and I can go. Like you know, I won't say where in Long Island we are right now, but you and I can drive not too far over to Franklin Square and just go get guns. Yeah, it, it could be easily done. Yes. Probably have to drive. We probably have to drive less far than that. The only the only gun shop I can think that's close to us is Franklin Square. But beer is closer, so we we opt for that. Yeah. So we decide to opt for beer instead of shooting people. <laughs> You know, which is a pretty good idea. You know, fascinating idea. Don't shoot. Fascinating don't idea. shoot people. Drink beer. Don't. Yeah. Is that our message today? Is that what we're doing? Is that our? Mor- is that the moral of the podcast? Today? If only someone taught that to Ayumi, because what happens is, as the fight scenes goes on, she's originally because Asanpe is with Oscar. Right. Oh, with him. Um, I almost said Oscar. With, um, <laughs> with with Saki. With Saki. Asamiya. And um. You know, so at one point Ayumi has the gun pointed to Sanpe, but but Saki you know, intervenes and stuff. And then so Ayumi has Saki on the ground. It's like she does the classic villain villainous mm-hmm. taunt where she tries to make Saki beg. And she's like, no, just shoot me if you're going to shoot me. And then Ayumi fires. But the gun backfires and shoots herself in the face like it like the, the bullet, you know, backfires. Yes. happens. Because Remy rigged the gun. Yeah. So that way she could wipe out one of her sisters. And, and uh, take more money for herself. And take all the money, yeah. Which is nuts. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, my I forgot. God. I, oh, thank you for bringing up that very important point. Because as the fight's going on, uh, Ayumi pulls out like this like uh, a, like a like little gadget that like is hooked up to her alarm system mm-hmm. that comes that's next to her safe. And she has that freak out that she realizes. And I think she screams, someone's trying to steal my money. So she wants to make quick work of Saki yep. after taunting her for a little bit. Yep. So goes to shoot her and then shoots herself in the head. Yep. 
and then she realizes Remy did this to me, and yep. now Remy's just stealing all of her Remy's money. Remy's taking the entire family, uh, the entire family, I guess, like a, a what do you call it, the fortune? Yeah, I guess the entire yeah. family fortune because then. Right, they get to uh, the dinner thing, the art show yeah, slash yeah. dinner, yeah, yeah, yeah. where like uh, Emmy, right. uh, the other sister, uh, the youngest, oh, showing uh, the piece, right? Yes, yeah. and she she was gonna show the piece that she made or she copied off Junko. Yeah, and of course Junko is killed at this point. Yeah, this one she's um, dead, and Saki couldn't do anything about it, which is right. unfortunate. Yeah, um, and uh, Emmy's like showing off her piece, and they're they're yeah. like she won an award for it, and they're giving her the award at this event. It's yeah, like very yeah. nice like gala kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Then Saki comes in, is like that's not your. Painting. Yeah. I know it and we all know it. And she like brings out like Senpei yeah. and also uh like the vice principal and they come out with like these different paintings yeah, yeah. And, and then they're like she she copied them. And also you killed the girl. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone was like, Oh my god, she copied those paintings. <laughs> What a horrible crime for a high schooler to commit. It's like, oh, and she killed that girl. Oh, I don't know who that was. But she copied those paintings. paintings. Oh, no. You see, murder's one thing, young lady, but plagiarism? Oh. You might get detention for this. Expelled. <laughs> and uh, so then what happened was... Um, they, she, like, got them red-handed, obviously. And, yes. Like, Emmy is there with the dad, right. Gozo. And, but but the thing that happens is when she has them red-handed, all the reporters are coming yeah, yeah, in yeah. like, oh, my God, like, yeah, this yeah. is a scoop. Some girl, some woman who's brainwashed, shoots both Emmy and Gozo in the head. And then shoots herself. And then shoots herself. Um, which she was brainwashed by Remy to do this. Yes. And now Remy is the only family member left in yes. the Mizuchi family. So she has all the money, all the power, all, all the, the fortune, control, everything yes. that comes with that. And Saki's like, all right, so now I got to fuck up this Remy chick. Yeah. <laughs> I got to find her and I got to mess her up for so what she So we need to fight on. on top of a burning building. Yeah. Which is exactly what happens. Well, also this one scene got me where because because the entire time um, Remy is dressed very formally, like sure. you know, very mannequin like, it's like, like, very like a doll, porcelain doll. Thing. Yeah, right. So eventually, she's on the rooftop of I think the like the comp like the Mizuchi family compound mm -hmm. or whatever, and Saki's like, "You bitch," so and so forth. You know, it's time for us to have our final duel. <laughs> So Remy just rips off her clothes and underneath is like this camo military outfit. And I was like, hold on. I was going to mention this. Yeah, just like, wait a minute, ma'am. Just absolute like tactical military, like American tactical yeah, military. camo military gear. And I was like, where did this come from? And it would make sense kind of if it was tied into what her weapon was. But instead of using anything that relates to American military tactics, she just has a big whip it's like a big indiana jones whip yes of some fucking kind yeah so if you, if you pull up the gear and like actually like look like indiana jones for example it would make yeah. kind of sense but no i love how the the um the costume and the weapon choice had no correlation whatsoever it just did not match at all no and i like what they did though i will give them credit for using a whip because they occasionally animated it to look like a snake it wasn't a they snake did. they did but yeah. it, like it symbolized you know that's what it got me thinking i was like is it a snake is she holding a snake it, it, no. is it scorpion spear <laughs> But it looked like it. But you know the cool. It was so cool because the final fight scene was basically this, um, this whip versus Saki's yo-yo. Yeah, and it was, and they the weapons that complement each other. So it, it right. led some very creative fight scenes. Right. She and, whipped a lot. No nay nay though. Unfortunately. No nay nay. Unfortunately. And there was a bomb in the fan. There was a bomb somewhere that oh, blew up. Yeah, they planted a bomb. Yeah. Or she, uh, uh, Remy was about to leave. Yeah. And then Saki comes out, like following her. Yeah. And she's in a helicopter, and she jumps out of the helicopter. Yes. She's like, I gotta finish this. And her like coworker guys like, 
Remy, why would you fucking do that? Like, we could have just gotten away. We could have left. She can't fly. Yeah, exactly. We could have gotten she away. Can't fly. Oh, my God. This could have all been avoided and it could have all been fine, but you chose violence. Yes, but and, you chose yeah. violence. And she goes down there to fight Saki and they're like having a fight scene. But while this fight scene's happening, right? Yes. There's a character we didn't dive into that much uh, because he's not really that important. I think he goes by K and he's oh, okay. like. Janitro? Ken? Something like that. Long silver hair, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like like Saki's mentor. Yeah, yeah. Saki's mentor in like the FBI, military, whatever, yeah. whatever. His live doing. action version is hysterical. Oh, I bet he doesn't have the long hair or anything. He's oh just he's just God. some very straight laced Japanese dude who shows up, and Saki's like Ken Chinichiro. <laughs> well, he's a fucking badass. He is really, but a he badass, like yeah. his probably best scene in the show. It was why I bring it up now because that guy driving the helicopter was yeah. like, all right, like while you know Remy's like fighting off Saki, like I'm gonna go kill her friends, and like yeah, yeah, all yeah. like these cops arrive, and right, like, right, right. Ken is there, and Ken gets out of his car, and the helicopter's like diving low and like shooting at him, right, and he stands right in the middle of the gun, so the guns like yeah, don't yeah, yeah, don't they can't hit him, hit him, and he's like aiming, and he's like, all right, ready. Uh, three, two, one, and he just shoots one bullet, yeah. and it goes through the windshield of the helicopter and hits the dude right in the forehead, and the helicopter promptly tailspins and explodes. Blows, yeah, and I was like, this man is is, a- is badass, yeah. right now. That's the thing; he's just a badass action hero. Damn, Ken. Uh, but that was really. I do cool. want to see a spinoff with him as the lead. He's cool. Yeah, I like him. But yeah, Saki was that then in her final battle with Remy. And uh, it went exactly as you would expect. But uh, Remy had, like, the upper hand for a while, right? Right, right. Like, Remy was doing really well. Uh, but eventually, right. Saki, like, turns it around because she's like, oh, you know um, what? Fuck you. I'm fighting yeah. for my, you know, I'm fighting for Junko. I'm fighting for my mother. Yep. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, you know that, that that's about history. And she, uh, she whacked her with a yo-yo, and that's about it. Because, yeah. and the reason because she was able to do that is, is very silly uh, on <laughs> Remy's part. A very big oversight on Remy's part. Right. She didn't think that Saki could use her left hand to use her yo-yo. I forgot about that. Which was so fucking stupid <laughs> that she was, like, literally whipping Saki for, like, 10 minutes straight, and Saki's, like, taking it, and she got... Saki also previously got stabbed in the arm by one of her cronies. Right, right, she right. She can't necessarily use that right arm. Yeah, yeah. And so she's getting whacked by so Remy. So she uses the yo-yo in the left hand, and Remy's like, no! He's like, who could have foreseen that you were ambidextrous? <laughs> Like, I don't know if she's ambidextrous, but like, she could fight. She could fight with two hands. Yes. <laughs> like, oh my god, it's not so, that hard. So it is. A, it was kind of a silly note to end on. And, well, because and the best part it was after the bomb explodes and the compound is destroyed. Everyone's thinking, "No, Saki's dead." Yeah. Then she just walks out with Remy's limp body and basically is like, "I win." She literally walks out of fire. Yeah, she, it's flaming, and like she walks out of the fire, and she's like, "I'm good, guys." Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's, it's the action. It's like the action cliche has been used a million yeah. times. The most, the most prevalent, uh, prevalent recent example is probably Daenerys Targaryen. Da- yeah, Daenerys yeah. Targaryen. Very like the end of Django Unchained. Exactly, or just walking out of the fire, a burning build, a blowing up building, and yeah. whatnot. Yeah, or, I mean, or just walking out of the flames, and you know, and like you see the silhouette. You know, it's right. it's an action trope again. Love it. Right. So right. It just made me happy. Yeah, I, I, and like I, that I was, was about it. to try to make that more intellectual. I'm like, no, no, I'm just going no. I'm, I'm I'm to speak right from the heart and get to my emotions. And it was just the end. Um, yeah, and that that was basically it. That, that was, like that was the it. whole thing that occurred and the whole thing. It was that a happened. two. It was a two episode OVA. Each episode clocking around 45 minutes. Yeah, so you basically had an hour and a half film. Yeah, that you can break up and watch. Right, and you know that helped a little bit. Yep. because you know, 
especially when it feels like a series is like sorry, it feels like like two OVAs like this when there's a clear halfway point. Mm-hmm. It's good that you could stop and do something else if you wanted to. Right. Because that was a problem. I'll go back to something we covered earlier, Vampire Hunter D. That's what it should have been. Right. Because this is very much two halves of a thing. It's like, I could have stopped in the middle of this and had, like, a meal. Right. And then came back. Right, and came back. And that's that's why I liked that they did this here. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, it was a very clear halfway point. Stop, intermission, do what you got to do, come back for the next half. Right. So I really appreciated that. And I appreciate, overall, just appreciated this show. Appreciated this two-episode OVA, hour and a half of entertainment. What'd you think? Hmm. Wow, my thoughts first. This is a fun thing. Let's okay. go for it. I'm a, we're okay. constantly changing format. So, okay. I gotta say, I... There are a lot of similarities uh, to Hana no Asukagumi. Well, also, I'll, but I will say this because um, mm-hmm. it's, it's weird again because um, this predates Hana no Asukagumi. Oh. The manga does. Oh. So this, this predates... So, Hananoaska Gumi is similar to this. I see. But it's a little weird, though, because in anime form, the anime was the only thing to predate uh, Skibandeka. Uh-huh. Because basically what happened, the manga Skibandeka came out, then the manga Hananoaska Gumi came out. Ah. Then the Skibandeka live-action series came out, so they wanted to do a quick quick Ooh. knockoff, so it was Hananoaska Gumi, the live-action version. Wow. Okay. But Hananoaska Gumi did beat Skibandeka to anime. To anime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then that's the only thing, which is weird, because Skibandeka was immensely more popular. Mm. But honestly, I think that was because of burnout at the time, because mm. Skibandeka had two sequels. Wow. Yeah. Dang. Uh, yeah, because both both the original Skibandeka and Hananoaska Gumi, around 20 episodes, live-action mm-hmm. versions. I think Skiban was 24, while Asuka was 23. Mm-hmm. Skibon had two sequels that are each 40 episodes plus. Damn. So I think they Holy waited for the shit. OVA because they're like, you know what? We don't need to animate it real quick. Yeah, we don't need to like do we're, that we're still We're still we're still riding wow. the Skibon Deca high. I, so so the anime-wise, mm. it's hard to say. It, it's basically chicken before the egg question. Sure. That's, I had to bring that up. Mm, no, I'm glad you did because uh, they, they are very similar to each other. Yes. Uh, I happen to think that Skibon Deca was better. Yeah. Um. This had a much better story progression. Mm. They didn't try to do uh, everything, which is great. Like how they did in uh, Hanano Askagumi or right. like the one that we watched, the first yes. OVA. Yes. Um they tried to do a lot in that. And this one it was it was pretty like clear yes. what was happening. It was very direct. There weren't like yeah, there were side characters, but there weren't yeah. really like many side plots. Well, that was the problem with the with the first Hanano Askagumi OVA was too much so, shit. so many ca- side characters. Oh yeah, and the animation wasn't good. Tried to fold yeah. in too much <laughs> shit. It's just like you know, when you got a good pizza why do you got to put eight type toppings on it right exactly you got a good pizza it's a good pizza you're gonna eat that pizza you're gonna be happy and you're gonna poop it out later and you're gonna be happy when you do that exactly and then you're gonna eat more pizza because you're sad you pooped it out exactly and then and then the cycle continues for the rest of your life until you die that's the circle of my life and then you die and then you, and the then circle of my life, a big pizza pie. Everybody dies. Everybody dies. Everybody dies. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it was good. <laughs> it was good. It was good. I, you know, it, it definitely. I gotta say, um, thoughts here on like bad or not. I, it wasn't bad for sure. I, yeah. I think it was. I think the the animation was very uh, of the time, of course. Yeah, a very like early '90s, late '80s. And sometimes good, and which is good. I mean, it had that grain to it that I, yeah. I kind of enjoy. Yeah. And, a grain you were getting much more familiar with, and I, I, right? I've seen you appreciate more and more as these shows I have go been. on. I have been appreciating more and more of that like '90s esque yeah. kind of like grainy yeah. Yeah. style, and I, I think the dub here was uh, 
pretty good in like 50% of the way. And like yes. all of like Saki's lines were expertly done. And yeah. I, everything else was like kind of like bumbly and stupid. But like, <laughs> I thought just generally. Uh, but it all served a purpose though. It served a purpose, exactly. But yeah. as like a. As a series, as like a two-episode OVA series, I yeah. thought it was very good. It got all the information across that it wanted to get there to. There was no questions and no confusion. No questions. It ended everything with a nice bow on it, I think. Yeah, and, there, was no, um, there was no plot devices left dangling. Everything, no. everything they brought in was... T wrapped up in yeah. a satisfactory way. It was, and in and in good time, I think. Like if totally. it was, it was a good length. I think if it was longer, yeah, it would have. It, it would have maybe dragged. dragged. If it was shorter, it wouldn't have been enough. Exactly. So you would, like, yeah. It was. It well, really, this sh this show did everything it needed to do, and that's where I'm gonna say right now, definitely not bad. Yeah. No. And you know what? It's one of those things where, would I recommend it? I'm like. If you like, if you like, if you if you're interested in the whole delinquent schoolgirl genre, absolutely. Yeah, I'd it's say an hour and a half. A, I'd say give it a spin if you like the delinquent girl genre that we're currently like immersed in. Because even like I, I gotta say, even the character I, Saki is a great character. Yes, I like the character yes. of Saki, and even the characters I thought would annoy me, mm. like uh, Senpei. Yeah, I thought Senpei would be like. Great, very like yeah. annoying, like one note, yeah, and exactly. he was, but it was like a charming. Towards the end, kind of one note. He was, he was, he reminds me, we'll go back to Burn Up W again. He reminds me a lot of the dude in Burn Up W, and I'm forgetting his name mm. right now. Yes, you're right. I, I'm completely blanking on Yuji? his name. Yuji. Yuji. How the fuck did you? <laughs> <laughs> I re listened to our episodes. Oh my God. That's, yeah, fuck, look fuck, at you. Fucking Yuji. Uh, he, yeah. We're, we're, again, Yuji was a very one note character. Right. But written so well and yes. so, in a way that's so charming, you keep getting drawn right. in. And it wasn't like he was in every scene and it wasn't no. like he was the focal point of every scene, which they, made they it used, better. They used him the right amount. Yes. They, it, was, it was exactly the right amount where yeah. it wasn't too much of that. But also when he wasn't in scenes, like throughout yeah. the show, I was yeah. like, oh, when are we going to see Sanpei again? I wonder exactly. what bullshit he's going to say. Exactly. <laughs> so this, and that's the thing. This is a very, very, I'll say this is a very, very well-constructed anime. Is it amazing? No. It, mm -mm. It's good. Damn good. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's good. It's, it's damn good. It, it, it's kind of like, maybe the, this genre isn't exactly my, my cup of tea, but I thought that this was definitely better than the first yeah, volume of in this genre that yeah. I've seen, which is yes. Hanano Askagumi personally. Right. right. Um, I definitely thought this was better than that, and and did a better job of reaching its goals that it set out for itself in the very beginning. Right. So, in terms of that, like, I think if you're interested in this kind of like hashtag girl gang, girl anime, gang kind of anime, then you will like this a lot. I oh, think definitely. it'll do a lot for you. Right. Um, as maybe opposed to others in the same genre. Right. Um, what did I think again? Did I think it was amazing? No, I thought it was like good, yeah. fine, like not a waste of my time in the end of the day. I think I think the way the best word to use here is a solid. Yeah, it's solid. A damn solid. Very solid. Damn solid. And I would, you know, and this is my second time watching it, and mm -hmm. I still enjoyed it. Yeah. So Right, there you go. You know what? Check out Skip on Deca on YouTube. Have fun with it. And you know, if you can f find the live action series, definitely check that out. We mm -hmm. might have to talk about a little about a little bit about it in the future because it's fucking wild. Oh, cool. It, it's Wild. We gotta do a lot of live actions coming up soon sometime. We oh, that's the thing. There's so many anime tied things. Either there's so many, you know, um anime that have live action spin-offs or things that were live action that have anime spin-offs. Mm -hmm. So the potential there is unlimited. So we'll dive into the future a little bit. Yeah, we will. But uh until then, we'll see y'all next time. Uh yeah, I don't know. Um, Instagram, the um, oh the, yeah, the, uh, oh, that's the, good. The others, the, that's good. the yes. TikTok, yeah, all the, all the other stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, go there. Oh yeah, do that. Go go there. SoundCloud. Bye. It's bad.
Wow, oh my god, what a rousing podcast of anime conversation. Am I right, my compares? Am I right, my weebdom? Anywho, uh, yeah, you can send us a message if you want. Did you like this podcast? Did you hate this podcast? Do you want to kill me? Do you want to drench me in Calaxisaur blood and watch me drink it? That's fine. Just send us an email at badanimepod at gmail.com or DM us on our Instagram at badanimepod, all one word. You can also find us on YouTube as badanime and you can leave a comment on whatever video you want to leave a comment on. We'll read them all anyways. We don't care. I love you. Kiss, kiss. Simple Equations Podcast Network.